0: Welcome to the Awana Club's podcast. We hope this episode equips you to help children in your ministry belong, believe, and become resilient disciples. Here's today's host, Awana missionary for Kansas, Tyler O'Donnell. Hey everyone,
1: my name is Tyler, and I will be your host for today. Today we're gonna be focusing on the first B in our three B ministry philosophy of belong, believe, become. So, where do we start? At Awana, we are passionate about helping churches create ministry spaces where children can belong before they believe. And today, we're going to dive deeper into those questions around belonging. So, first, what does it mean to belong? And second, how can we create an environment of belonging in our ministries? So, what is belonging? Belonging. In our book, Resilient Child Discipleship and the Fearless Future of the Church, we see belonging defined this way, a highly relational ministry led by loving, caring adults. Whenever I go and do a training for Awana or an encouragement to Awana leaders, the first thing I tell them when I get in there is that if you don't love kids, you have permission to get up and leave. I've never had permission from a a pastor to say that, nor has anyone ever taken me up on it yet. But it's because as an Awana leader, you must love kids. There are plenty of other ministries in the church where you can serve if you don't like kids. But as an Awana leader, that's the first thing you got to have is a heart for children. The second thing I tell them after that is that you, as an Awana leader, are more than likely going to be the number one spiritual influence in the life of a child or even multiple children in your Awana club. I don't know about you, but that's a high calling. In chapter 10 of Resilient, Child Discipleship and the Fearless Future of the Church, we dive deeper into our 3B ministry philosophy. But one of the quotes I love best comes around the belonging research that we went through in writing this book. And Dr. Brene Brown, who's the author of Daring Greatly, she gave us a difference of what belonging is versus what fitting in is. When I asked the large group of eighth graders to break into small teams and come up with differences between fitting in and belonging, their answers floored me, she said. Belonging is being somewhere you want to be and they want you. Fitting in is being somewhere you really want to be, but they don't care one way or the other. Belonging is being accepted for you. Fitting in is being accepted for being like everyone else. I get to be me. If I belong, I have to be like you to fit in. Wow. Out of the mouths of eighth graders, right? You see, one of the deepest longings of the human heart is to know the answer to where do I belong? Who are my people? And as God's people, we know that the central story of the Bible is of his love for us. That God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to come redeem us, and bring us into his kingdom to find true belonging. This is the mission of the church. So now that we've kind of looked at what belonging is, especially in comparison to fitting in, let's look at five ways where you can implement the environment of belonging in your ministry. These are in no particular order, but I'm going to start with number one for a good reason. It's this. That we help kids belong when they feel safe. Think about a time when you felt like you didn't belong. Did you feel safe? Recently, my wife and I have been visiting Awana clubs and ministries. And when we walk in, oftentimes our kids do one of two things. They either run off and we're trying to tell them, hey, come back. Because we're assessing the situation if the environment is safe or not for them. Or two, they're clinging to us. And we're like, whoop, our mom and dad radars went up. Is this a safe place for my kids? We want to create an environment where our kids feel safe. And to think what our parents might be thinking. Is this a place where my kids are safe and secure? What does your check-in and check-out look like? Are my kids going to be safe while they're here? Children get that feeling too. Is this a place where I feel safe? where I can belong. Let's go ahead and go to number two. We help kids belong when we love them like Jesus. When Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, let the children come to me and do not hinder them, for such is the kingdom of God. In verse 15 and 16, he welcomed them in, took them in his arms and blessed them. Wow. Are we loving our kids like Jesus? How do we do that? today? Well, I think we got to look at who Jesus was as well. John one fourteen says this, and the word became flesh, Jesus, and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. You see, Jesus fully embodied 100% grace and 100% truth. And our kids are coming and searching for answers. They're coming and looking to belong. And are they finding those when they come to your Nwana Club? We should strive to be like Jesus. Even though we can't be 100% full of both, we can point them to the one who is Jesus and how we are to be an example to them. We are to love them like Jesus. Let's go to number three. How can we help kids belong? Well, we can help them belong when we know them by name, this one is important. It shows them that you care about who they are. When you, they walk by in the hallway, they you don't just say "Hey, bud," but you go "Hey, hey Paxton, hey Joe, hey Mallory. It's so great to see you tonight." Especially if they've grown up out of your Iwana Club ministry from you as a Sparks leader, and now they're in TNT, or maybe they're below you and they're they're going to see you one day. So it goes beyond even the kids in your care, but to your families and and kids who are in your Iwana Club ministry, helping them have a sense of belonging. But it goes especially for those kids if you're leading a small group or you're a club director. Getting to know your kids by name is so very important to helping them belong. And number four, to add on to that, is that we help our kids belong when their interest becomes your interest. First Thessalonians 2 verse 8 says this, So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. Are you ready to share yourself with others? Are you helping your kids' interest fit in and belong with your own? I remember a time in my own life. I was in fourth and fifth grade. And in Awana, at that time, we, me and my friends and some of the friends that had influence in my life started to become a little more unengaged in Awana Club. And, and specifically, in memorizing scripture. So as... Our Awana leader got to know who we are and what interest we had. He understood, as I reflect, that we loved cars. Specifically, we all in our group collected Hot Wheels. So he told us, he said, If you come and you bring your handbooks back and you're ready to memorize a verse, I'll bring a Hot Wheel or a dozen Hot Wheels and you'll get to pick whichever one you like. For us, that was incredible. And his little investment of 5 to $10 a week, price of a coffee that we pick up almost every morning sometimes, he was making a difference in our lives as his, his interest was in us and who we were and what interest we had. Man, I probably collected 30 Hot Wheels that year because I was coming ready to say my verse because I had a leader who cared about me and what I cared about and he cared about my discipleship but i didn't really know that at the time until i became an adult and realized about what what he was doing let's keep going on to number 5 we help kids belong when you go beyond club night it's going to your clubber's baseball game or piano recital it's stopping by their house with a basket of goodies when you find out that their household is sick or maybe they lost a loved one It's getting to know their families and even giving them a call or text when they don't show up at Awana and just letting them know that they were missed. You help kids belong when they're safe, when you love them like Jesus, when you know them by name, when their interest becomes your interest, and when you go beyond club night. This list is not exhaustive, but it's a good place to start. In the book Resilient, one of my favorite quotes is this, The number one outcome in predicting whether or not a child is going to do well or not. It's not education, it's not money, it's not home. But it's whether or not they have an adult to put their arm around their shoulder and say, I'll walk this walk with you. And guess what? That adult is you. I firmly believe that God could have put you on this earth at any point in history, but he chose you for this moment. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to help the children that God has placed in your care belong for the purpose that they too might believe in the saving grace of Jesus and become lifelong followers of Jesus in their very own lives? And here's the best part. As long as you're willing, he's going to do all the work. And we're going to give him all the glory when it happens.
0: Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about today's host and their ministry. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. The podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval and technical support is provided by Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.